Greetings and welcome everyone. It's Augie Week Gamecast episode 675. I'm morning host Jim Guest, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Uh, Corey Feinside. Ahoy! And Tony Kirkinakis. Hello, hello. Uh, I, welcome listeners, viewers. Thank you, Mike, for recommending that I was going to have some burping issues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to the GameCast, folks. Uh, we are live on Twitch Tuesday night starting Random. at 8 o'clock. Yeah, just before we hit the play button. And I'm like, as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, here we go. Carbonation. Um, yeah. What does that do? Yeah, the car- we were just talking about carbonation. So uh, welcome to the GameCast, folks. Uh, again, we are live on Twitch. If you don't see this live stream, we're on YouTube the following day, starting usually 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, we post the episodes. Uh, all the backlog of stuff is there. So if you want to go back and watch some of the older episodes, go for it. we got some great content. I think it goes all the way back to... 300 on youtube or something like that it's crazy how long we've been no probably not that no it's probably 400 ish 500 how long have we been doing this on youtube i don't even know long time very long time. 200. 200 was our first video podcast yeah yes. i know i wasn't 30 when we started Corey. I, so you know <clears throat> in my 40s now um yeah so anyways this is the gamecast i will say uh kicking us off i have played super mario wonder uh mm-hmm. Actually, I've been playing it. Believe it or not, uh, I've been playing it with my stepdaughter Arya, uh, and we were—I was complaining about it with Nick a little bit because uh, I had a camp out the week before, which my friends came over and stuff. We, we were talking about the game and how it's limited with the—we talked about on this too with the Yoshi's, and like I was mm-hmm. thinking of having Arya play as the Yoshi's because it would be easier for her. Um, but then I heard that they don't get power-ups, and I'm like, well, she's going to see me get like the elephant power-up and want to get that too. But I will say she's been doing fine. Like it's more about the you know the jumping and getting that done properly, the coordination. That's the hardest part. But the actual playing the characters she enjoys, you know, Peach, Daisy, um, you know, popping in as a Yoshi every now and again. The game is is really great. Um, it's it's awesome. Uh, I have really no complaints. Like it's it's great. It's Mario. It's two D Mario. Probably one of the best ones I've played. Uh, you know, it's the best way to say it. it's so good. Uh, the, 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 the flower world, um, uh, is a nice dynamic feature to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love, you know, I haven't even got del- del- dove that deeply into that aspect of things too much, but it's been, it's been interesting, all the upside downs of, of the dynamics of what you can do with those different power-ups and everything like that. Um, I, it's been good. I mean, I'm really impressed with it. I do. The only thing I will say is I, for some reason, like, I feel like. If they release this game next year, it might have a better impact. It's gotten up for a game of the years, don't get me wrong. But I'm like, I don't know. I just felt like there's so much this year. I'm like, it's just, it gets buried. You know, that's, that's my problem. Uh, I mean, the thing, I, I agree, but at the same time, like we talked about, the Western game journalists like a certain genre of video yeah. games that they like yeah, to prop yeah. up. So Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about that. They're like, we're going to sell... 20 million copies of Mario. Yeah, well, they will. Absolutely. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't get the other years, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just, you're right. I mean, they're going to make their sales. It's just, it, it's a game that, it's funny. It's like, it's going to sell like 20 million. It's going to sell insane. So I'm not even saying yeah. it's. Yeah. My sister and her husband bought it so they could play yeah, together. No, it's selling great. Yeah. I just like, I guess not get the awards. It's still going to be bought. So I guess there's nothing to complain about. You're right. Yeah. There's really nothing to it. Because my complaint was like, it's going to get buried. I'm like, it's not really getting buried. It's still selling amazingly. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me that I played. So, what about uh, Corey? We've been playing. Uh, not too many game video games. Mostly been playing poker, like ah, the poker, the card games in person. Yeah, making making some money. So I told my father-in-law, "Look out for you over there." 
So. Oh yeah, he's he's over there. Yeah. Yep. I'll look for so, him. Yeah, I told him to look out for you. Um, that's cool. Mike, what have you yeah. been playing? Well, if you're on our YouTube channel, you'll notice I've been yeah. playing Alan Wake too. Um, By the way, folks, uh, Mike's apologizing for Mike here. Uh, he was working on his stream where it was only posting every hour, like you were playing right originally. Yeah, I. I there was some growing pains. Um, yes, he's got it now though. But I got it so except I, I lost. A, I lost a big chunk recently oh. of arguably one of the more fun parts of the game. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Alan Wake Two, anyways. Come on. Um. So, you know, it, it is funny. I'm going like to zero to sixty with this. You know, playing at night. Everyone's asleep alone in my dark basement. You're playing at like three a.m. Man, like you're playing at like three a.m. When do you yeah. sleep? After that. <laughs> Um, I gotta be up. I gotta be up at six, so I don't even know. And it's funny because I did have a uh, someone came on to talk to me on on the Twitch stream, like near the end of it, while I was about to stop. I'm like, really? Someone's here now? And he, I forgot his name unfortunately, but he uh, he also said he was East Coast too. So I'm like, wow, all right, interesting. You're, you're both but, night demons or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Go on. Um, so yeah, I uh, I played through this last week. Probably what people say is the scariest part of the game, and certainly was pretty rough. <laughs> but that's—I mean—I'm doing okay, better than I thought I would. Actually, I am having a little bit of an issue with um, there's a lot of optional like upgrades and like stuff to explore, and I don't really do that too much <laughs> because nope. I feel like it's too dangerous to like explore in a lot like, of places. Does it? Does it, like in the story? Does it make you want to go that way? I mean, at least does like a little, a little bit. Um, there is, there's another building that I kind of want to figure out that I have. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Can't you fight back in this game or no? Oh, you, you can, but your inventory and resources are limited, and there has been. I don't play this type, this genre of game correctly. There's. There's instances where you're supposed to like try to hide or run away, and I just fight everything because that's what I'm used to. And but then I've run I've run out of stuff pretty easily a few times. I've been in some bad situations where I had to run away, um, which isn't really fun for me. But um, and I don't think there's real fast travel. You can go to hub worlds. Um, I'm, but also because I'm doing a playthrough, I'm not gonna like linger with with my where the fuck do I go sort of exploration. Maybe I'll check some of that out later on the older save, but um my I'm I'm getting pretty close to the end game, at least with one of the characters. It's telling me I'm gonna start the end game soon. Um Yeah no it's, it's saying, like fun. wrap your shit up. It's a, it's telling you wrap your shit up. It, it it told me it says like if you start this next thing this is the end game. Like so if you wanna go find more shit, which I mostly missed <laughs> um <laughs> go do that. So I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Uh, I do like the puzzles in the game, though, even though most of them are tied to these optional um, upgrades and stuff. Uh, but they're, they're definitely, like, one level above your typical, like, this is the obvious number in the room behind the combination. It's There's, like, one more step to it normally. It's like, oh, this person, this is the date they care about, and they also, this other thing will tell me they do use the European format for dates, not the American, so you have to get the numbers right that way. Um, so there's stuff like that. And obviously, I'm seeing all these references to the first game, obviously, and Control, uh, which Control really got me into this universe. So um, it's pretty cool. 
pretty scary, and I'm very curious to see how it ends. Uh, but yeah, and we'll be good able to job, see Mike, it. getting through a scary horror game. Yeah, I, man. Again, <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't. I'm wearing headphones, which I normally don't wear too, because I have. Wow, to, you're really not. Right. And you're playing no, at like no, no. the midnight Before hours you. or whatever. Middle Beyond, of the night. Yes. Yeah. So definitely went went all out yeah. here. Um, so it's fun though. I'd like to. I'd love to play this. I really would. Uh, this my my playthroughs will be at like twelve in the afternoon uh, with all <laughs> lights on and the windows open, but um, and no headphones. But I did just get a new sound bar, so I'm kind of psyched mm-hmm. to see that thing work. But there you go. Um, it's it's I do interesting. It's interesting because, like as I mentioned, there's a lot of jump scares, full screen, like just flashes. Um, yeah, and I they, sometimes you they feel cheap, but other times it is kind of threat of them always happening is sort of. Keeps like, the tension up. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of like, is it more Silent Hill or more Resident Evil? Don't play these games. I don't know. He has no basis I, of comparison. I, dude. I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming a little more Silent Hill. Honestly, it's it's more psychological. There's not a whole lot of combat, but there is some. And when the combat happens, I'm told it plays very similarly to. Yeah, Resident I think Evil. it's. Uh, okay, well, see, I'm I'm more I'm like Silent Hill for me always was like I don't want to play this game. Like I'll watch somebody play that game, but I don't want to play it. Uh, Resident Evil is I can I can play. Um, I, I I also feel like again I mentioned this before. I feel a little less scared actually playing than watching someone play this, just because you have control. I, I have control, but I I'm just my my like game mind is going. Whereas like I have objectives, like I need to find like find this and i've also and you'll you'll hear me say this while we're playing i try to predict where jump scares are going to happen <laughs> like i'm like this might be trouble when i touch that <laughs> uh the worst one got me because it happened literally like seconds before i expected it to like i expected to get a jump scare when i was going to interact with a certain lock in a building but it happened as i approached it and that one got me pretty bad <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a very cerebral game, obviously, and story is a lot to digest, but that's what we signed up for here. It is like the stories, is it, it is, does it make it worth the, does it make it worth it? Like, is it a good story or is it just more about the jump scares that make it more the experience of the game? It's like the story is everything really this game. I just want to make sure, like, I don't know if like sometimes horror games are about that jump scare like you want that holy shit that was well, impactful I mean, again this comes from you know the remedy universe of alan wake and control so it wasn't strict horror series until this really um and uh it's just more like horror put onto that universe i would say i mean they, they were always yeah. scary those games too but not Oops. not just horror like this is kind of but yeah no, uh, i'm enjoying it i might be done i'm glad you're like you like it yeah, I mean, obviously, I have some issues just because I'm not used to this genre, and there's things about the genre I don't particularly like. Like, I don't, I don't like that sometimes you should just sneak or run away. Like, that's not fun to me. But you know, yeah, it's that's, there. That's Silent Hill, yeah. That's definitely Silent Hill esque. All right, uh, Tony, uh, I'd love to hear about Lethal Company. Did you get to play any more of that, or uh, any any more of that? Or no? Yeah. So yeah, I played two games. That's one game. Uh, so speaking of. Uh, scary games, Lethal Company. That's, uh, that's leading into it. Yeah, I was like, let's yeah, just hear about this. Yeah. Is um, probably going to be the surprise indie hit of the year, even though it's you know on the cover of December right now. As yeah, well. I've been telling everybody about it. Yeah. Um, 
because yeah, Nick, Nick Nick picked it up. I was with him when it, when you were talking about it, so that's why I was like, I'm intrigued. To, I'm following up to see how you guys like it. So. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like an evolution of the uh, Phasmophobia formula, yeah. where it's a four player co op experience. Um, the setting is that you work for a conglomerate company out in space, and you are hired to go collect scrap from abandoned outposts on different planets. Uh, so your mission is you land the ship on a selected planet. Uh, there's a certain number of them. Um, and you go to this uh, planet, and they're procedurally generated in terms of like how the structures are and stuff like that and how the layout is and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you explore these outposts that have been abandoned, supposedly, uh, and you try to find junk. Right, and you just bring the junk back to the ship because you sell the junk. You have to meet a certain quota uh, of cash by the end of three days, right? And you're like, okay, I can do that. Um, but of course, these planets, y- you find out that they're they're abandoned for a reason because they're hostile life forms, and uh, they are fucking scary. Um, so first of all, just to get this out of the way. The game is is not a looker, right? Like no, you look at this game, it and you're like, it is it is jank. We're talking like N64, PlayStation, like, PS2. I give a PS2, uh, yeah. maybe like early PS2, yeah, like early yeah. PS2 uh, levels of like polygon disasters and stuff like that. Like you look at Minecraft, it's maybe like a half step up, maybe. You're you're looking at that vicinity though. So you're looking at these fucking monsters, and the thing is, there's so many of them, and you have no idea what the fuck they do. Yeah. I mean, at first, right? Because, like, literally this one, Nick and I were just like, what is that? Like, <laughs> what is that moving, right? And we're like, okay, well, we'll go explore the other side of the building. Just leave it alone. Um, and then when we came back, it was gone. And then it killed us. And <laughs> we didn't even know. It was just... You're dead. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but so the fun of it comes from the, the co-op experience, right? Because the game uh, makes very good use of the uh, proximity chat, right? So they recommend that you play with um, just open mic and stuff like that. Um, you could change it, obviously, and stuff like that. Um, but the game does a good job with lighting and like effects where like they have fog or steam or like rain and stuff like that. And so, like, there were a couple times where, like, Nick and I are like, yo, where are you at, man? Like, we're just, like, trying to stick together, right? Because the yeah. game even says, stick together to survive, right? That's a tagline in one of the instruction manuals and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, uh, I got mixed up. And then all of a sudden, you hear, like, other footsteps. They're like, oh, if that's my buddy or if that's a thing, right? And stuff like that. Uh, so it gets very spooky. And going back to, like, what we were talking about now, like, you can, like, fight back if you have certain pieces of equipment but none of them are like lethal it's more like oh i stunned it for a few seconds to let me run away and stuff like that so you can never like truly to my knowledge anyway i've only played a couple hours i could be wrong with that you could maybe defeat the monster but none of the things that we encountered have been able to do that and like it's such a fucking disaster too because it's it's essentially a roguelike right because at the end of three days, you have to meet a certain quota of uh, cash value. Uh, and the thing is, uh, everybody will respond every day, 
Like, if you die on the first day, you respawn. That's fine. Stuff like that. So you're not, like, too much downtime. Thing is, if you ever wipe, like, the whole team wipes, you lose everything. Even if it's already on the ship, you lose everything. So, like, it's really incentivized that, like, at least one person gets off the ship. Like, gets away on the ship for the day and stuff like that. Uh, and there have been times where, like, you can get greedy. Or it's like, I'm just going to go back for this last piece of oh, equipment. Oh, push your luck action there. Yes. Oh, yes. That. Because there's this one, like, so the thing is, if, if a player dies, you get penalized if you don't bring their body back. I don't Ooh. know the story or reasons like that. And, like, it's like, I need to go get this guy's body back. Otherwise, that's, like, minus 150 credits, and we cannot afford that right now. <laughs> so, oh, like, can I, can yeah, I just yeah. ask you real quick? Truro had a question about the, the graphics. Was it intentionally done this way? Because I don't really yes, know that. Absolutely. It's a one-person okay. one show. Like, okay. one dude making this game. All right. Um, so that's fine. But uh, so the thing is, if you're carrying a body, you can't hold any other equipment. So you can't hold the defensive equipment. You can't hold like uh, the walkie-talkie or the flashlight and stuff like yeah. that. So you're just hoping that you can get away. Uh, and then, so the other thing is you have a time limit on each day. It begins at 8 a.m. And by midnight, the ship will automatically take off. It doesn't matter if anybody's in that ship or not. It will just take off. Hmm. And if you're not on that ship by midnight, you're fucked. Like, just straight up fucked. So there's one time I'm coming back to the ship, and it's like, we're about to take off. And Nick's like, dude, be careful the giant outside. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you don't see it? I was like, I can like, see the ship in the, the horizon. I'm like, no, dude. But like, I'm getting closer, and then all of a sudden I hear, like, these giant footsteps. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Uh, and somebody got eaten, but you know, I won't say e five fo foam, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly, and stuff like that. So, come on by a giant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that has been a riot. Um, All right. It's, you convinced it's really, me, Tony. I just got it. It's ten bucks, dude. It's ten yes. bucks. It's Even ten bucks. Play for one hour. It's so fun. Like this is going to be the next like uh, game. You're going to see a bunch of streamers, TikTok clips, Twitch clips. Yeah, I saw like Polygon did a whole big thing on it. So it's, yeah, it's everywhere now. So it's yeah. cool. Yep. Uh, so that's one thing I played one night. Uh, but the big thing I've been into this past week, I finally got Baldur's Gate 3 because the onslaught yeah. of games died down. Um, and that has been really fun. Um, in a year where the most of the RPGs I've played have let me down, uh, this one is succeeding in what I want out of an RPG aspect, right? Okay. So you have like a really good cast of characters. Uh, you have some conflicts, some inner, like, personal things that you have to work out and stuff like that. You have a lot of choice and freedom of choice, which is what I love. Mm. That's great. The thing I don't like, though, is that if you don't know anything about D&D, &D, they don't fucking tell you shit. Like, the tutorial might as well not even exist. Like, it's basically like, oh, click on this to interact with an object. No shit, I played a fucking video game before. I know what that means. Tell me what a fucking saving roll is, bitch. Tell me that. Tell me what an advantage roll is. Tell me what fucking prone means. Like, there's there's so much D&D terminology that if you don't understand that, like, they don't explain it. So you either have to look yeah. it up, or there is a way to do it. I found out uh, in the game, there's, like, a button you press to, like, read the tooltip on what this term means. Like, it's a fucking Magic the Gathering card. And I'm just like, okay, well, that is helpful to know now. <laughs> because there's just so many things like I don't understand what this means, and I'm just gonna try and I'll figure it out by like trial and error and stuff like that. 
Um, so that's the part I didn't like because I'm just like, you like, you ever seen prone in, in video games before? Like, I've, I feel like I just knew what that meant, anyways. I was like, oh, okay, you're you're fucked if you're prone. You're like you're exposed essentially, like you're vulnerable to get hit harder. Prone to me means that you're you're on a like a lying down position. Like, yeah, you're gonna get prone to snipe. But like yeah. in shooters, that's good to be prone. It's you want to be prone in a shooter because that's how you yeah. increase your accuracy and something like that. Yeah. When the tooltip is like hit the enemy and make them prone, I'm like, what does that mean? Oh. Why doesn't you say knock an enemy down to the fucking ground? Like just say that. Like why Knocks are we getting fancy down. with this turn? Yeah, like knock them down on their ass. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, like it, it's more of a learning curve, right? Like once I'm yeah. learning these things, it's it's not an issue anymore. But I'm just saying, like they could have done a way better job of a tutorial and yeah. easing you into this. Because even like, and again, I love like RNG mechanics. I play Fire Emblem, love XCOM for you know since the first one, yeah. the original original XCOM, like on fucking MS DOS systems. But like they don't show you that right, like where it's like. You have a certain percentage, and you're like, okay, well, I'll hit this guy. But then it'll be like one damage. I'm like, well, why is it one damage? <laughs> like, like <laughs> tell me why it's one damage. But there's no like, okay, well, you rolled this and you rolled this, and their armor class meant this. And it's like, okay, like, I guess, sure, whatever. It's all, like it's all happening uh, in the background. And you're yeah, not- it's all happening in the background and stuff like that. And that's fine. It's just, it's a lot to get used to for somebody that does not play D and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but it's it's been really good. Uh, I've done a lot of um, encounter solving and stuff like that. Like that's what I do like. Where like there's been times where like okay, this encounter happened and I'm just not in a good position. Like this sucks. Like I'm wiping. Like I, I know I'm wiping right away because like half my dudes are like half health already and so mm-hmm. I'm like let me just load this game up and I'm just like okay. So now I'm just going to take these explosive barrels and you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck this boss. I'm just going to place it all around the dude. And that's how I'm going to initiate the fight. I'm just going to throw a fireball at the, the one barrel and they're going to get fucked and stuff like that. Um, so that's been barrel really fun. Yeah, I've finished. actually just finished up Act 1. I don't know if Act 1 is supposed to be short, but... Um, it depends on where you get into with it. So it was, for me, I think Act 1 was like the longest, but go on. Really? Yeah. That's just the way it went. Yeah, just the way like I did <laughs> everything that happened in Act One, I just feel like that was the maybe Act Two was longer. I don't know. They are longer time wise. Because right? I was but so I surprised like... when I got there. Because like they're like I got the achievements. Like you're in Act Two. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I've only you, played like ten like... hours. Who'd you recruit? Uh, so I have Shadowheart. I have That's my girl um, Gale. Gale, yeah, I he's have a jerk. Asterion, and I got the okay. Dream. Oh, and the druid. Okay. I because I saved him or something like that. And dude, I don't know how you fucking provoked those tieflings to rebel. Like <laughs> I didn't get any of those options, or at least maybe I just didn't start it hey, soon enough. I don't know, like man, that. but I walked out to a bloodbath. I was like, because <laughs> like don't in know. the back of my mind, I, like, like I'm a, I'm a paladin, so I'm like, okay, well, that, that I'm not druid... gonna go gym's route. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to <laughs> save these people, right? That druid would not ever join my party ever. Just what so you know. did you yeah. do? I, did you steal that that artifact or whatever? Oh yeah, did? oh yeah. I took once everybody was dead. I'm like, why not just take this? I'm just mine. So they were all dead. Well, leading up to it, like, what did you do to piss them off so bad? Because like I, the one girl, that's the one woman that's in charge when you get there. She's like just a bitch. Yeah, uh, I didn't so like I her. Understand so, that. But yeah. like, when you, I was like you guys dude, need to go and you guys need to go 
get your shit back. You guys, you you run this place. That's what I told well, them. Essentially, you did the goblin camp, right? Yeah. Yes, I did. No, I shooed the goblins away, and then I went right into camp, and then I like went and talked to like the council, and the tieflings were there, and they were getting How beat did you up shoot on the goblins away. Well, I killed them, and then I oh okay. <laughs> You didn't shoot them away, you just killed them. That's not shooting them away, Jim. <laughs> just, just go over here and follow my sword, please. Issue was, taken, issue was taken care of. And then the tieflings were like talking to the druids. I'm like, you guys should totally rise up and not take this shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So like... Yeah, I, I mean, I get to the the Druid Cove or whatever like that, and they're like, "Oh, our leader's missing. He, we think he's in, captured by the goblins." And stuff like that. So I'm like, "Okay, going to the goblin camp somehow." Because my paladin has bomb ass charisma, talk my way to like the goblins not attacking me or anything like that, and then I discover him. And then, so this is the weird part, right? Because like I don't know how the the dungeon master system works. Because like I can get away with some stuff where it's like. There's, like, one person. I'm like, okay, well, nobody's around me, so I'm just going to stealth kill this dude, right? Like, But then they're like, the narrator goes, now that's a bad thing. You shouldn't be doing that. They won't let it slide a second time. I'm like, why would they let it slide a first time? I literally just murdered somebody <laughs> like, <laughs> under a boat. I have no idea. I just murdered this fucking asshole because <laughs> he was guarding a door. <laughs> um, And then... So the first time, I, it was fine. And then the second time, I killed one of the headmasters there. And then any of the guards or whatever were, like, hostile from, to me. I'm like, but you weren't there. Like, how do you know? Like, how do you know, right? <laughs> so I, but then, because of that, everybody had to die. Like, I was just willing to kill the leaders. But, you know, they, they made me. So I had to literally wipe out their entire fucking camp of, like, 100 goblins. It was ridiculous. I mean, there was times where um, uh, later in Act 2 and at, at the end of Act 1, I feel like I was like, yeah, I had to go murder a lot of people, but eventually you have to kill the, kill the goblins, but picking them off a little bit at a little bit, uh, but I was still friends with most of them, and you know, you had to kill them eventually. You're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, you know, you're only friends for a little bit. It's just means well, to an end. Yeah, I, I do like the, like, this is what I love about this game in particular, because, like, the whole spoiler, like you learn this in the first ten minutes, so it's not really right, an yeah. issue. But like, you're infected by um, a fucking what mind, mind flare, mind flare thing, uh, where typically if you don't get this fixed in like two days, you turn into one of them, right? And that's yep. bad because you lose all autonomy, self awareness, and stuff like that. You just become a fucking mind flare. Um. So the whole objective is like, oh, you need to find somebody that can help you with this, right? So that's why when you're the druids, they're like, oh, our leader is a really good healer. He can definitely help you. It's like, okay, cool. But he's captured by the goblin, so you need to go help him. I'm like, okay. And then when you talk to a goblin, they're like, oh, well, we have a priestess. She might be able to help you. And it's like, oh. And you get the objective. We're like. That's a bit like cyberpunk. My, my DM yeah. must have been so freaking pissed at me. Right? So like, I learned of that, but not after I killed off the druids. I just, other people told me this druid was great. Go on. Yeah. So, like, I have one option where um, Liz, Lizelle, she's like, oh, we can, we should go talk to this gift person. They could definitely help us. Lizelle's the druid, awesome. They're like, the druids are like, 
Find our druid leader. He could definitely help you. And then the goblins are like, oh, we have a priestess. She has some magic power. She could probably help you. I'm like, okay, well, Wait, did I can't do all of you at the same time. So I'm just going to go to the goblin camp because there are two different things there, right? And so I help the druid first. And then he's like, oh, well, uh, yeah, if you really want to gain my favor, you need to kill the druid leaders, which is and one of them is the priestess. And I was like, hmm. And because I killed two other of them, she was automatically hostile to me. So I was like, oh, you're not going to talk to me. I'm just going to snipe kill you anyway. Like, fuck it then. Like, you know, why Why bother wasting my, my you time had to, in my breath? You would have had to kill them anyways eventually. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. But I that's what I liked about them, it because yeah. it's like, oh, well, maybe this could do it, right? And I just love how many times you could double cross people because then at the end of Act 1, <laughs> I was at this tower and there's a, a, drow, a drow dude that's like buried under some rubble and like I was tasked to like retrieving his head it's like he pissed somebody off and i was like oh okay well i'll see what i can do about that no problems but i'll see and it's like okay so i need to get this dude out and his people that he record he recruited to help him they don't like him so i'm like all right well why don't we just you know take care of him together right you have the freedom yeah right so i free him from this rubble and he comes out and just like he kills some random NPC, and then my character, because he's a paladin, he's like, hey, nobody else is dying today, or you'll have to face my wrath, right? And he's like, who the fuck are you, you fucking little bitch? Are you going to fucking talk back to me? Fucking guys, get this asshole, right? And then my dialogue prompt is like, actually, these guys are working with me. Your days are numbered. And then so he's like, oh, well, actually, if you help me kill them, I'll let you be my partner for now. I'm like, you just insulted the shit out of me, dude. Like, why would I ever take this deal? So I fucking killed that asshole so fucking saved. brutally. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part about this game. You just talk so animated about it. You hated that fucking guy. See, this, you're, you're role-playing. That's it. That drives you in. I don't even know anything about it. I'm just like, you're a fucking douchebag. I played this game like, I don't like you. I'm going to kill you. Or I like you. You're good, and then eventually you did something wrong, so now you're dead. You know that's how I would play yeah. the game. Well, that's yeah. awesome because, like, like, but that's what I love is like, you, there's so many branching paths because you can side with that dude if you want. Because sure. afterwards, yeah. I was like, oh, let me just see what would have happened if I had done. And I'm like, oh my god, like, holy crap! So that part has been fun. Combat, eh, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really care yeah. about the dice rolling and stuff like that. But like the storytelling, the RPG strength, I can see why like CRPG fans are like you know, up in arms because they have something they can rally behind this year after, I don't know, mm. yeah. decade of, yeah. you know. It's been, I mean, the freedom of choice. It's like, this is the game that hides it. Per Obviously, there's not freedom of choice, but this is the best game to hide it. Like, you don't know, you, you feel like you can do anything you want. Yeah. That's the best thing about it. So, um, it's so cool. Well, cool. All right. Um, we don't have much news today. Uh, That's Blizzard. Fun. Blizzard allegedly surveyed Diablo 4 players about a $100 expansion. Ooh, rough. <laughs> I mean, Obviously, Diablo, the journey of Diablo 4 is great. I, I love Diablo 4 when yeah. like, you're playing in the game, go, go and grind into that 100. But once you're there, there's nothing to do. Everyone I know that had played Diablo 4 dropped it. There's not I, a single person I know no, that is still playing Diablo 4. And nobody's begging me to play this game anymore. Like, I'm like, I got nothing from anybody. Yeah, no, exactly, Jim, because yeah. everybody was like, oh, you should play Diablo 4. We're all playing it. Yeah, and I was like, I we're, I'm we're waiting. playing a lot of it. For like a month? Well, it's two months, yeah. maybe. No, 
Maybe, maybe. Because season one started like a month after, and everybody was like, I remember Nick was pissed. My brother mm-hmm. was pissed. I, you you uh, said I you weren't playing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I, like, I I'm not paying $70 because, yeah. to play a game for one well, month. And then, yeah, yeah, yes, true. you did hear $100 for an expansion, apparently. So, or $100 for an expansion. Like, why did you pay this much? Well, they're, 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 getting, the they're getting more um, because they announced it at BlizzCon, but. I don't know what this one hundred dollar thing is. Like, uh, yeah, so, they so, were surveying it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a happen, survey. But, like, yeah. they, this is the thing. All right, like a little bit of its head, like clickbaity headline and stuff like that. Sure, they were sending out a survey. They're just gauging what people are interested in because it's like, how much would you pay for an expansion? And it's like, okay, whatever. One of the answers is a hundred dollars. But then the, the follow up is like, what would you want included for a hundred dollar version of that game? Right. So it's like the expansion plus like amount plus armor bullshit you know cosmetic bullshit mm-hmm. right because yeah, they're yeah. just trying to get they're, they're trying to get the monetization right mm-hmm. yeah. long long gone are the days of hey you could you pay 30 dollars and you get the expansion because that's how much blizzard expansion used to cost 30 dollars yeah. right or 40 maybe at most um, yeah uh you know they want to nickel and dime you they want to monetize the right. shit it's out like, of this game would you rather pay a hundred dollars up front for all this stuff or do you want to pay like Ten dollars subscription type of things, like yeah, that's, exactly. that's where they're gauging. But like the thing is, they they don't even have set armor sets in this. Like it's just weird. I feel like that's what's missing from what I saw in this is like get all the armor that pieces, aspect of co- yeah that aspect of collectability and especially Blizzard that knows this from WoW to collect well, an armor set three. I mean, there's things that are yeah, in three yeah, that are not yeah, in this game that are. Yeah. I'm just like, I mean, like my mind went to wow, and I'm like, why don't they have the full set of it? Like, why is there not a set of this where you get a bonus for that? And like, no, just, I guess like, like, I love it. I love the L4. I still think it's a great game, but the season just what didn't add anything new that was exciting to make you yeah. want to continue playing. Yeah. So, so. all right. Uh, lastly, we've got half, nearly half of CD Projekt uh, Red is now working on The Witcher Four. Polaris, so, Coldman Polaris, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're so, done with Cyberpunk, right? So basically, yeah. just keeping people on there to make sure bugs and whatever, but they're not new doing anything new with Cyberpunk. But again, like this game, how far away is this game at this point? Is it's twenty twenty five? Is this possible? No, probably later. You think it's twenty twenty six? With their track records, dude. <laughs> probably twenty twenty six is more realistic. This would be a twenty twenty five game had Cyberpunk not launched the way it did. I think this is twenty twenty six because of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I said it when when Cyberpunk launched. Like, they had so much goodwill, and they just burnt it all. Right? They just yep. were like, yep. they we didn't need to appease the shareholders again. Rebuilding it. Rebuilding. The Harvey Dent quote from uh, yeah. Dark Knight. Like, <laughs> yes. Always works. Yeah. Can, but well, the thing is, can you get yourself back around? Can you get that redemption arc? Can, right, and that that's fine because you know the 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 fucking anime, the two and the expansion. Mm-hmm. Did great, and I love that. Like, honestly, if Phantom Liberty was like a new game and not DLC, like it would be game of the year contender for me. Material, yeah. Um, but they absolutely cannot fuck Witcher up like they did Cyberpunk. Like that needs to be solid at release. Yeah. Well, hopefully yep. they learn. Like that's the thing is you hope that they because a lot of times these companies don't survive the cyberpunk thing like oh that, yeah no like, i mean that would have closed a lesser yeah, studio absolutely sure. i mean if, they, if this was like a you know big conglomerate they like embracer group had this company or whatever that company's gone <laughs> you know so yeah. uh so yeah like, this 
them being independent definitely helped, I think, because they could weather yeah. it a little bit they easier. They could weather the storm for sure. And yeah, they, that's it's great to see them coming back. And like you said, hopefully they learn from yeah. Cyberpunk. Like, their games and... are always their games are always so buggy at launches, anyways. So that's that's fine, but it needs to be not like there's broken. there's yeah. a acceptable level yeah. of bugs and jankiness. But even right? like Witcher Three didn't come out like firing. Like it took a while for that to like to be really. <laughs> Yeah, but it was not bad when it launched. It wasn't like it, it wasn't, no, it wasn't like a train wreck of the game. Yeah. No, yeah. of course not. But like they also weren't no, I don't know. Were they jumping from you know I generations out? Mm, yeah, uh, Witcher uh, Yeah. Witcher 2 was no no. Witcher 2 was Xbox 360. Witcher 3 was yeah. 360 as well. So um I, I and and obviously that hurt because they they had to have known at some point that we cannot meet the targets for the Previous yeah. generation, the yeah. PS4, yeah. Xbox One, and they should have abandoned that or been more forthcoming about that. Mm-hmm. I think that was another one of their mistakes. Well, um, that's what sure. I hope they do with this one because this is again falling into that zone of well, no, this one, this will be targeting. This one will be targeting PS5 and yeah, and oh. Xbox. Like yeah. we're not getting new systems before this game is out. It it could be on the horizon at the end of 2026. At that point, no way. It's too, There's it's, no it's, way. We're half. We, we're not even halfway, dude. It's been three years. Yeah, that'd be six. That's Three years, and there's barely any exclusives. I'm interesting. That'd be six. systems, dude. Yeah. Well, apparently, okay. Microsoft's saying tune into the Game Awards because there's yes. going to be some big news at the Game Awards for Microsoft. I believe that when I see that. Go on. We'll get a trailer Actually, for I, the yeah, DLC if it, for if, Star I give you guys. It'd be a nice CG trailer for whatever's coming out in the next 20 years. I mean, well, we don't even know if it's a game, right? Like, who knows? It could be. No, uh, I will bet uh, we get a uh, perfect dark tease. No, I bet you it's Fable oh. gameplay. No, Fable we saw already. I, I think this is going to be something gameplay. new. Yeah, it could be. It could I, be good gameplay. I, I still think it's just going to be a Starfield DLC tease. Mm. No, it's got to be something bigger than that. No offense to Starfield, but it, it, again, the game's is, not that, terrible. That, but that is Microsoft right now. That's it's like, going to be a Super Mario Bros. clone with Activision King Blizzard and. Bethesda characters. It'll be the announcement Call of Duty's exclusive God. to Xbox now. <laughs> oh, that could be too. I mean, is this our, the ink's not even dry. A... Ink's not even dry. We have one more yeah. podcast before the game awards. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's uh we have next Thursday. Oh wait, 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 wait. it's the eighth? What what day is the game awards? I, I thought it was always a Wednesday or Thursday. It's a Thursday. Is it the seventh? Yeah, it's not this yeah, year. So we have the fifth. We have the fifth. We have the fifth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got one so, more. Yeah. We got one more. So that'll be the that'll be the game awards pre-discussion kind of ideas, and then we'll have the We're actual game awards. It too. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Joe. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next week. So we'll see. But I think that's it for the gamecast, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Again, we are live on Twitch Tuesday night starting eight o'clock. Join us next week. Uh, if you don't get us live shows, YouTube has got all the content. Subscribe to both channels to let you know when we go live and when we post. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We are out. 